I mean, we got to start somewhere. Sure. And uh, yeah, it's when you're having a like existential crisis about you know the nature of man and how shitty people are. It's really hard to talk positively about anything. And I just didn't want to do a all negative podcast, so we just did nothing. Uh, right. Because you know when you have nothing good to say, say nothing. I think that yeah, that was like some. That's not golden rule stuff. That's something else. So they're like. Like that's parental wisdom. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Or? That's out of Mama's good box of quotes or whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> the kind, of, the kind of useful knowledge for the future that you wish you got in the Cracker Jack box, but instead you got some little mm. fucking useless toy that got stuck in your dog's throat and you had to take it to the vet. <laughs> okay. This is one of the things that you'll not listen to, but you'll laugh at because it's so applicable later. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, welcome to a uh, conversation in the uh, Dissect Podcast Studio. That's what we're still calling it, right? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Because we've got some, you know, we're hanging out in front of some new art, <laughs> which uh, somebody generously gifted to us. <laughs> it seems very appropriate. Which, um, should Yeah. We- should we post a picture? Maybe this we will be the picture that goes with the episode. Okay, maybe that may be, yeah. Do okay. we, have we ever done that yet? No. Posted a picture with an episode? Shit. We, we don't even know how, probably. I know how. Okay. I don't know how to, well, maybe I don't, I don't know how to do it on iTunes, but on Instagram that links to the iTunes, I'll do it that way. <laughs> okay, let's do it like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Put that coffee down. <laughs> <laughs> it was purchased right. at a very, um, succinct time yes or appropriate time absolutely appropriate time yeah uh anyway so i gotta open my notebook and um you know pretend to make useful notes about the topic that we're gonna have we're we're gonna literally just going over in red pen what i just did in black pen that makes me feel well like uh, useful or like greater emphasis yeah so we're gonna talk today a little bit about the upcoming seminar what? Huh? <laughs> Wait, there's a seminar? <laughs> I thought I was... I just... I just, just tricked you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and actually, day one of the seminar is one day... I, I think, you know, I got some kind of clause or something that I'm not supposed to do, teach instructors or train other instructors. Oh, right. Yeah, but this is an instructor training, so yeah, I'm no. not legally you know, prevented from sharing anything that I want to share of your wisdom, my wisdom. My, <laughs> and in any case, I'll be, uh, I, I think, uh, September 15th and 16th are, uh, just outside of the two year, uh, two year date. So free and clear, free and clear. That's and, right. uh, so we're just going to, I mean, go for it and do something <laughs> completely different than, um, te- teaching wise. I think mm-hmm. we've ever really done. Uh, that, that's, that's the idea is that this is unusual. And that's why I, I think it, um, I think it is, 
I don't know. It's required that we actually <clears throat> try to discuss what it's going to be about. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, because it is different. Um, I had a hard time even calling it a seminar, personally. It's a terrible word. It really is. It just makes me think of hotel know, hotel conference rooms. Yes, sir. And like exactly multi patterned <laughs> like uh, carpet. In the morning, it was a call center, but in the <laughs> evening, <laughs> you're getting some kind of self help seminar. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's yeah. Or you know, come learn about the free vacation, or learn about this business and get a free cruise. Is what I think of when I think of seminar. Oh, because <clears throat> because in the land of MLMs, uh, or you know, even staying in fitness. Uh, everybody has a seminar. Everybody has like this is a way. This is a way that we talk about um, sharing knowledge. But it, the seminar denotes it to me as it's some kind of expert telling non-experts how to be expert, and that's not what this is. <clears throat> yeah, nor nor when I originally started, mm-hmm. you know, teaching stuff, you know, be it climbing or you know, especially uh, around the time when the uh, my first book came out. I was doing a lot of sort of fitness mm. seminar type stuff at climbing festivals or whatever. And just, and it turned and it's, and in, in those settings where you have a very short period of time to impart a maximum amount of knowledge, basically it's just like, look, I'm going to steer people towards certain references um, where you can continue on your own. You know, I've compiled it. I'm going to give mm. you the, you know, the, the, the cliff yeah. notes version or the shorthand version, which is going to be utterly unuseful for you. But um, hopefully uh, the the attitude that I will share during that four hour presentation or whatever it was or six hours I can't remember some um, was a, a, ideally a, a different way of thinking about it and one of the recent talks that I gave um, when I was out at the uh, the Santa Fe Institute uh, somebody came up afterwards and said hey I really like the way you think about this stuff and that if anything is what this seminar in air quotes um that we're going to be teaching in september is it's a you know i think we even said that on the site or typed it on the site or whatever you do um you know this is a how to think seminar this is not a how to exercise seminar because if you can figure out how to think about it then you can figure out what to do right and and that that comes down to what this topic is to me we, we called it something um we called it strength for endurance endurance for strength um because that topic is actually pretty interesting and also um, really misunderstood on how even by us totally one hundred percent and if you know asked like I was t- today I was reading through the um, the strength for endurance material that was in the old manual and mm-hmm. it was up on the old website and it dates from sort of twenty twelve mm-hmm. let's just say that five or six years ago I was thinking about things in a very different way as were others same yeah yeah and. And, and I mean, not totally different. I mean, it's not like oh, I'm going to, you know, renounce my religion or something <laughs> like that. It's not. But but really, the, the, and for me, for the. I'm just changing the, who I pay tithing to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm paying, changing who the students are paying the tithing to, <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. or paying for the access to the knowledge. But, but just this, this idea, one of the, the, the sort of revelations for me, and it's happened within sort of in the last seven to 10 days. Um, and I've been trying to write on it a little bit is like, it, it has to do with m- miss seeing mm-hmm. <laughs> or not accurately seeing what, or, or not understanding what we are seeing the causes of certain 
the, the, the things that produce certain outcomes. Like if, and, and just to, uh, briefly hint at it is that, that like it, uh, you know, a lot of this, the, the, the sort of concurrent, uh, strength training for, to improve endurance performance, mm-hmm. um, has to do with, okay, it's artificial training. It's not sports specific. It's done in a gym. It's done at greater than 80% of one rep max. And that is going to produce X as a result. Mm-hmm. And that result is going to have downstream effects that will ultimately help endurance performance. But, um, but there are other ways to more efficiently with less risk, reach the same result and cause a different by way of a completely different physiological effect. Mm-hmm. And so what I was seeing before was because I was, I had a gym centric bias mm-hmm. and, you know, had a lot of discussions with other endurance, you know, coaches, um, at, at that time where I was really pushing my idea of, you know, ex- combining explosive strength with concurrent uh, endurance training to, you know, to, to, you know, uh, elicit particular physiological responses um, while also suppressing others and realize that, wow, somebody intuited in the 80s a different way of reaching the same result <laughs> by way of a different physiological mechanism. And they both end up in the same place. Uh, that and it's kind of funny you mentioned the this sounds maybe wishwashy but watching the 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 result of the last CrossFit Games of 2018 that's just concluded last week also really uh, it didn't change anything drastic about my thinking but it really did change that sport entirely to see how they mapped out um, these efforts like now finally I think by definition they finally had an endurance event by definition. And they never have before. They're, yeah. And to you know, clarify, so no one and that's only and that's only the rowing marathon. That does right. not include the little the bicycle crits, event because that was what the, sub twenty minutes, no matter right, or eighteen something. minutes or something was a winner. Um, <clears throat> and and before I thought yes, there's endurance involved in the four to five day event and seventeen uh, events throughout that whole weekend. So there there was endurance and recovery involved with them, but yeah. a singular physiological endurance event by how we define it has never happened until this year. And what happened is uh, wheels come off psychologically. Like, yeah, they're tough athletes and they can all handle a three hour thing, but you see the psychological detriment. And I really think, um, you know, this happened after we announced the seminar, but I really think this is going to frame what we're really talking about, which is um, sorry, but we, we kind of, (laughs) <laughs> we misled people in what we're calling it because although we're going to lay the foundation and basics for physiology that has to do with uh, anything from strength to endurance, um, what we're really talking about is the psychology involved. And I think the the effort involved and what I, you know, so we didn't have like a snore fest where people are just like, oh, these guys are going to wax like assholes. Um, I really did want to call it the, you well, know, the we will have, have a, uh, like a waxing opportunity for, <laughs> for people, some, cause yeah, <laughs> but I really wanted to call it the philosophy of effort because that's really what we're talking about. Um, uh, yeah, there's, but then you're like involved. giving away the keys of the kingdom, the, the larger kingdom that, you know, yes, we know exists. And, and uh, I would like this to develop. So in first part, I would like this to be a one off thing. This will never happen again in this format. So we will print material that will be specific to this one thing. But the idea is obviously we just admitted that we have both been changing rapidly as we come closer to this thing. Um, so 
I I I know I'm going to change again. Like I know yeah. there's going to be shifts, not necessarily uh, redirections, although that does happen. Um, I've kind of changed my direction completely on the opposite spectrum of endurance as it's applied to strength sports. Um, so it, it does happen, but I think in, in this, what I would like to set up is the idea that whenever we present something, it's new, it's fresh, it's original. And for the people who um, make the jump or the leap to come out here and spend time to learn with us and have a conversation with us, I think it's in all due respect to them for making the, the, the jump is they're the only ones that will get to hear this this one time. And they're right. the only ones will get the material from this one time. It doesn't mean it's, you know, everything has changed. It just means this iteration will be the only. But and, and for me, this is one of the problems in the past is like, okay, these, we keep, you know, if you keep teaching this, say you have a, like a one through four progression mm -hmm. of different seminar levels or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. beginner, intermediate, advanced, level one, two, three, 12, whatever. Um, it, it, they by way of that very structure, they become formulaic. Mm. And then, and, and ultimately that prevents, you know, growth. And if you stand up in front and you present yourself as like, we are expert, you are not, this mm -hmm. is the way. Um, and, and you don't um, go into it with the idea, like the, those original seminars, they were, I mean, some of them went till 10 o'clock and, you know, mm. I, I will, we'll start at nine in the morning and I will go until we're fucking done. Sure. And, and and some sometimes it was still at ten o'clock. You know, it was ten o'clock at night, and I got dragged out of there because you know questions needed to be answered, conversations needed to be had. If you go in with a, like that just formulaic structure where it's like a work day, mm -hmm. where it starts at nine and ends at four thirty or five, well, and, and th then then you have to suppress the questions and the conversation and the interaction by which every participant in the room can possibly grow and learn, mm -hmm. um, in order to meet the time schedule. And I'm not saying that that's not going to happen again because we are going to have a start and a finish time, mm -hmm. um, but we always go over. And the, but but for me, the, the, the one of the important things with this is like is um, look, this is we this will be an exchange. There will be more Q and A. There will be more interaction because that ultimately is is why we have both learned and grown in the last little bit is by way of that interaction mm -hmm. as opposed to you know standing on a fucking platform and and pontificating. Right, and that 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 is something that I really miss about the exchanges. Originally, was that the textbook changed every time. There was notes in every single uh, dissertation that allowed us to, you know, and and this was from feedback from people who showed up to, you know, oh that guy had a good question, and that's a really interesting. Maybe that's good for everybody. And this is the nature, I think, of what I would like these events to be in the future is that you get what you get from us, but it has a, a large part to play with the, the audience that comes. Yeah. As in like, I have a really good idea about what I want to present. Um, this will be written out. There'll be material that goes with it. There'll be kind of a heads up schedule. And then from there, whatever questions get asked or wormholes we go down, that that's the, um, that's the, improvisation that makes it so beneficial to be in a conversation with a bunch of people in the same room. And that's one reason it can't, you know, I think it can't be formulaic in, in that sense. And sort of where I was headed before was like, yeah, this is going to be a one-time deal in this format. It's not like, oh, do this. And it's a prerequisite for this. Mm -hmm. um, it's, you know, look, trust us. 
<laughs> it will be an experience and it will be and, and and we will cover things i mean the the, the idea when we just say strength for endurance endurance for strength okay it causes a bunch of questions mm-hmm. and for me the format is just in terms of the instructor pool shall we say <laughs> it's glorious because um i'm going to take the little guy stance mm-hmm. and talk about strength for endurance keegan is going to take the you know, 300 pound guy stance <laughs> and talk about util- utilizing endurance training to improve strength performance. Mm-hmm. Guys competed in the Highland Games, guys, you know, got a powerlifting pedigree that, um, you know, is, I, I find it personally impressive. I, you know, the, the, the numbers are more than I can actually do it, the math on. It's at least mm-hmm. not shitty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then you'll cover the 200 pound guy. Mm-hmm. Look, so we've got the 150 pounder, you know, bordering on like 147 right now because I've been on my bike a lot. Um, <laughs> and, and then the 300 pounder and then the sort of, what are you at? 195 ish right yeah, now. Yeah, something. Yeah, because I've been on my bike also. Because you've been on a bike also. Um, so, so the weight comes off. But, but just the, the and, and there's the idea of the, like the crossover point. Probably mm-hmm. the point. Your point of view on this is probably the most widely applicable to people generally. Or, yeah. or yeah. generally, because it's it's it's. Um, it, I, I don't even that the idea of endurance uh, capacity improving one's sort of functional exercise potential. I, I, w- I would agree with that. The the other, <laughs> used a bunch of band words, I know. all in one <laughs> sentence. Exactly. <laughs> Where the, so this happened kind of- only evolution, but. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the evolved. Um, one of the things that kind of came from this organically w- was looking at putting something together um, in order to get people on the same page of language, right? Yeah. So um, we want to describe certain things in the textbook format so that later when we write things that are a little bit more pontificated or philo- philosophical in nature, we are speaking the same language. Therefore, endurance means endurance in, in our, however we want to denote it. But I think it's also, um, not to mm-hmm. interrupt, although I'm going to, just do it. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but this, the, the, the idea of like, you know, there was a, uh, a little, you know, sort of strength for endurance or whatever it was, seminar mm-hmm. that Joe taught, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, before, and, and it's a bunch of little guys mm. and that's a unique perspective, perhaps unuseful. But maybe, but maybe not. But when we just say, look, the combined weight of the instructors <laughs> has, has like nothing to do with a particular point of view. It's just that it, 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 it because the, the, the concepts are universally applicable. And what has happened in the past is I think we've pigeonholed ourselves. I mean, certainly in the beginning, um, uh, Jim Jones was a little guy, Jim. Mm-hmm. Because it came from, it was a little guy. I don't want to just want to be around other little guys. Big guys making make me nervous or used to. <laughs> now I'm like, dude, you can fucking do that. that yeah, right. Kicks ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, and 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 in order to like, when we go seeking knowledge, generally as human beings, the confirmation confirmation biases strongly in effect. 
right? Like I'm going to, I want to go listen to the guy who does the stuff that I do or who I somehow identify with either by, you know, by way of performance, by way of appearance, by way of, you know, what they're saying, how much their educational background, marketing, marketing, whatever. Um, And I think by presenting this idea um, that, you know, that the concepts of endurance and the interplay that those have back and forth with strength Mm. from three different points of view will unify it in a way that, uh, that, that, that more people will find more accessible or, or hopefully we can like not turn it not, you know, uh, by intent or accident into a, a, a very esoteric thing that like, Oh, if you don't do endurance already, then you can't hear or, I, I, I'm not going to speak to you. Right. Because like, the answer so often from one end of the spectrum is X and from the yeah. other end of the spectrum, it's Y and from the middle it's X and Y. And it's a very like, it's an algorithm for most people. And I don't know how often this, this, this could organically come up when we're talking about sharing information and sharing this language is that you have all three of these different perspectives and um and also the females that are paired with that as well so we have very similar like uh uh, keegan's girlfriend alex um weightlifter now nationally ranked uh crossfitter gymnast you know a pedigree that not many people have um lets us pull upon not just um not just the energy system as it relates to males but then we have it as it relates to females because selena is if you've watched her um develop as an athlete she's from that front like so not only do we have gender specific and in general general application for this uh system we, we can see it from so many different angles and that's where it gets actually really exciting for me to present something because we can draw from so much um yes. and also the crossover so not only does the big guy here do big guy stuff he also does little guy stuff and that experience has completely changed how he's approached um, the big his, guy stuff. Right, exactly. And, yeah. and and me in the middle, I've had to rearrange how I've looked at this stuff. And Aaron is kind of the bystander to that. I like explain an idea. I'm like, hey, this doesn't work like this. We need to change how we're doing it. And because we're the medium type people, she's, you know, sometimes, I mean, generally sits at 136 pounds, but can go up to 145 when she competes. She is the general female utilitarian, but she's done endurance work. She's done that part of it. And she's also done true strength work. So I, I can't think of another scenario where, where strength for endurance and endurance for strength, although that fits as a label, um, I can't, Imagine another scenario where this will get explained to the best of all of our abilities combined. With, with a lot of different input, and then I'll just have to say in my defense, <laughs> as if I need to fucking defend myself, but, um, but, but being, there was a period, you know, as the little guy mm-hmm. where I engaged in, you know, I will, I'll say strength training. I'm going to mm-hmm. put air quotes in it because, you know, strong is relative, sure. um, but, but engaged in strength training activities to, to influence endurance performance. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not doing that. I'm focusing solely on the endurance aspect and then also the, you know, a more esoteric way of developing strength. Mm. Um, and, 
and, and maybe that's an experience thing. Maybe it's an age thing. Maybe it's just I'm fucking burned out on the goddamn gym. Um, mm-hmm. It could be that. But uh, then I but then I also see I'm um, you know watching Selena and realizing like okay she didn't she, there, there was a period where she was doing a lot more strength training to, to support her running. Mm-hmm. Um, body composition was different, et cetera. Then she got away from that to focus more on the endurance aspect of things. Mm-hmm. In, because there's a finite finite amount of time in the day, and she realized like, yeah, I can you know I can run a one thirteen half on you know basically twenty five miles a week plus some <laughs> riding my bike, but you know if I want to be able to sustain that and to actually progress, then I'm gonna have to you know probably bring some strength and it's mostly structural integrity stuff Mm -hmm. back into it it's not necessarily like developing a higher level of strength in order to push off the ground harder or anything like that it's like look in order to tolerate you know she she gave it up in order to you know to double and uh, and more her mileage um and then some stuff starts started coming up that Mm -hmm. could only really be cured by some or uh helped <laughs> this cure is strong um <laughs> treated uh, <laughs> yeah it could only be treated by some specific you know strength type work and so i think we do have a really incredibly broad perspective brought by a you know by way of a number of different disciplines mm-hmm. and 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 long experience yeah, and 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 the ability to um, what what's really fascinating about looking at this because I have notes from basically, um, oh God, I mean at least the past six years where this conversation has developed and it started very like sexy like as in oh I want to improve my endurance performance by um, gym work <clears throat> and it was lots of Litnov conversions and explosive work and all this stuff that looks really fun to do. And it's easy to get into that trap. And one of the things that we find is athlete, I mean, well, the, the question comes up, as an endurance athlete, can gym work help me? And that's usually asked to a gym person. And of course, the answer is yes. But you could ask that same question to a yoga person. And then it's yoga. And then it obviously <laughs> inc- increased flexibility is your answer to your faster this, that, or the other. Right. And I would like to say now, after all these years, I'm, I am... I can say that I am a neutral person when it comes to the gym. Like, I think I can give an unbiased answer towards what somebody needs um, because I'm not dependent on them coming to me to be that expert. Right. As, instead, I can consult from a, you know, pretty general uh, perspective. And that's that's really helped because of the, the further along I go with the subject of applying strength to endurance specifically, the further away I get from the gym, if I really want it to help the actual endurance thing, um, other than if we're not talking about structural integrity, like you mentioned, we're talking about applications of strength as closely related to the sport as possible, because that's going to be how it actually comes out. And I, I, I think, that, I mean, this has come up in the last week also mm-hmm. is, um, you know, circling back to have a, a conversation with, with Nate Pack, who mm-hmm. um, certainly the, athlete with the biggest endurance engine i mean (laughs) and i mean biggest (laughs) um not not only in terms of horsepower but just like the 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 uh the the computer that runs the engine let's say (laughs) um but this like what uh circled back and we'll get him in here on the podcast at some Mm -hmm. point um i think after logan and jackson this year uh but he's 
he said, yeah, there's a difference. In, so that's an event. It's gonna, you know, it's a nine-hour ra- race, ideally a little bit less than nine. Eight thirty-six is what his best is. Is, is that? I I, I, I d- could be wrong. I, that number just popped into my head. I, I no, I could be totally. We'll just go with. I don't. Okay. I, I don't think it's that fast. But in okay. any case, it's 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 more than eight, less than oh, nine hours. I could be confusing but, an Ironman time that I just heard recently. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, that could be just my. But brain in any case, he, he, yeah, and he's he's done quite well. But it's a, it's a long ass race <laughs> on a bike. <laughs> And, um, and, and the way he explained it, he said, for me, there's an enormous difference in endurance performance between capacity based performance, mm-hmm. i.e. race, actually racing mm-hmm. something for that, uh, that distance versus managed decline, <laughs> which is how most people go into an ultra endurance event. Like if you think of a nine hour event, you're just thinking like, I'm starting out really fucking strong and fit and psyched. And everything's just like increasingly or decreasingly concentric <laughs> circles of the drain until you just disappear down a fucking black hole. And and those are two very different ways of approaching this thing. And I and, and I think those are th- that's uh, um, and, and that falls more into the philosophy of effort, the psychology of effort kind of thing of like mm-hmm. how do you approach this are you just trying not to die or are you trying to actually fucking win so and this is where so um <laughs> unfortunately or fortunately depending on your perspective yes, there probably <laughs> won't be any crossfit athletes at this event that we're hosting uh other than you know friends of yes friends, uh, um the reason being is that they i don't think this conversation is even broached correctly in that spectrum uh, which is interesting in, in, in that community, yeah, or yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, you call it. Well, because Family, they're they're fighting hashtag. they're fighting a dogma that um, that the company that oversees it has precedence for for the past almost fifteen years. Yeah, right. Uh, that they have. They would argue s- for longer, but okay, but but I mean they've kind of dropped the narrative in the past. Let's, let's just be cool and we'll say twenty. Okay, we'll say we'll say two decades. <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, I, I, I noticed the drop in conversation. Um, going specifically against endurance is detrimental to performance. Yeah. And um, that dropped off when the volume increased and the games became harder and all sorts of things were happening where you were starting to see athletes that could not get, a, they couldn't get away with an hour of training a day. Well, and they can't excuse that. Um, and, and when somebody finally read that scientific paper that <laughs> said that, Recovery is an oxidative process, and, <laughs> and the, the better your aerobic fitness, the the faster and deeper your recovery will be. Shocker! <laughs> Amazing. Maybe that would be, maybe okay. Um, but I I think what what you did see um was the 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 athletes that were able to control for volume and control intensity, which is not something that they have ever promoted because their tagline is highly varied. Uh, high intensity functional movement, um, the highly varied part and the intense high intensity that that's a contradiction that that's not highly varied. If everything is intense all the time, that's not highly varied. And so Ouch. they had to come up in, in as the games progress because they want to see harder and harder events. This is, uh, this is be, this is also a divergence from what people would consider endurance. Are you endurance training? Are you endurance competing? And those are two totally different topics. And you saw one before where, you know, 
the people who won specifically in the endurance quote unquote events in the games. I mean, there's been a triathlon that was almost 90 minutes. There was a half marathon row before that was almost 90 minutes. So they have teetered on that area where food and hydration become an issue, but the uh, training for that has mostly been a correlation. Like I do a couple training sessions a day and the overall volume looks like a lot of volume. It looks like, you know, 15 hours a week or whatever it is. Right. This is the first time where you saw like doing one monostructural event Con- continuously cost. for right. that amount of time, which, which is the thing that, that, you know, one of those, the, the idea for me, you know, if somebody's, you know, working out and I um, had the opportunity to see a couple of pretty um, good CrossFit performers and uh, in the gym where I was working and I was in there for the entire day and they were in there for the entire day and they do three workouts in that entire day. And, and you could say that, wow, this really looks like a high volume of training, Mm -hmm. but the actual training stimulus when within the amount of time that they're in the gym is, is not the same as a three hour monostructural no. sort of output. It looks more like way, three by 12 minutes with 30 minutes rest between or, or whatever. Yeah. That or whatever it is. And it's, and, and so th- this circles back to this idea of language and, mm-hmm. and definitions. And if, okay, if we're going to have this discussion in the future, mm-hmm. we need to, in the beginning, establish these parameters mm-hmm. of like, okay, this means this. And when we talk about volume, we don't talk about you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's the actual time doing the activity, not right. Not necessarily with the recovery periods built in, or maybe sometimes we do talk about it like that. I don't know. Um, well, that's something that, I mean, interests us in everything that we do. And I think that that will cross over into this event is that the ideas that we put forth or the questions that we ask need to be universally accepted and universally um, applicable. And, yes. And there's specifics to sport, but when we talk about intensity, frequency, and volume, we should be able to take those labels and how they're applied to any, any kind of effort. Yes. And they should be, uh, they should be able to control what we're talking about. Yeah. Any, any type of activity, if, if we have defined intensity in the appropriate way mm-hmm. and you know, whatever that means, then that can be applied to whatever sport, whatever activity, whatever thing that normally prevents us from, oh yeah, but intensity in the weight room is very different than intensity outside. I'm like, I don't know. I've had my lungs turned inside out in both (laughs) situations Mm. by efforts, you know, completely different activities, um, but lasting roughly the same amount of time. (laughs) And and so, you know, therefore I think the idea of intensity, and I don't know exactly, I mean, um, and I certainly wouldn't give it away here if I did, sure. um, know, know how to, you know, define that so mm-hmm. that it applies to each thing. You know, what is the, what is the metric? Mm-hmm. Is it power output? Okay. Well, so how do you can measure, you can measure that like very accurately in certain situations, mm-hmm. less accurately in others. Is it the physiologic response of heart rate and respiratory rate? Um, and that can be measured somewhat accurately, but then there are other things that are just nebulous that we don't despite all the quantified self bullshit and all of mm-hmm. the little, you know, monitors that we can attach to ourselves to try and, you know, to, 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 to try and quantify things. There are some activities where it's just like, well, that feels about like that. Right. And that's as close as you can get because <laughs> there's no number, because there's no, there's no data capturing device that can 
you know, communicate the notion of intensity across every single type of activity. Well, right. So, and this, this becomes apparent when we try, you know, if, if as a brand, you attacked the act of long, slow distance over the course of 20 years, yes. let's just say that might have happened where, or as a brand, you attacked the brand that attacked <laughs> the long concept. Yeah. Of long, let's just say that also. if long, slow distance <laughs> is thought of as a pejorative for performance, right. Um, then and I actually think that the S in LSD, I mean, I mean, it, it really was lysergic. Lysergic. But the S, I don't think it's slow. Right. And this was maybe what was being attacked, mm -hmm. but rather steady. Ooh, a different S word. Good call. And, and that's, I would say I can keep it slow because we're not talking about uh, slow as definitive. We're talking about slow as respective as it relates to intensity. Yes, because if it's long, it necessarily is going to be slower than if it's short. Than if it's short. <laughs> right. so, huh. And that's pretty easy. And so, and then we're talking about the difference between, you know, athletes. An endurance athlete doing endurance effort or their long, slow distance would look totally unfamiliar to a strength athlete trying to increase his endurance capacity so that he could do more strength work. And yeah. that is fundamentally lost across almost everything that I've ever read about this stuff. There are a few people talking about hybrid training that are kind of keyed on to the um, absolute benefits of endurance for obtaining more strength. And that's such a small circle that it gets drowned out by all sorts of people uh, brand building, which is unhelpful. Um, I also think there's a, there, the you know, come back to the social pressure yes. or the social implications of of certain things is like i can't i can't learn from the guy who's not like me because i'm too tribal or i'm too you know insulated in my my bubble mm -hmm. or i i can't even see what this person who's not like me is doing because i don't want to look because i don't want to i don't want to maybe if, if i lack an open mind then i can't uh, um I got a closed mind. I'm in my bubble. I look at the person doing something that could actually, I could actually learn from that could be helpful for me and vice versa, but we don't get to communicate because board shorts. Oh, I was versus, <laughs> you know, jeans I or was whatever. Say, you're obviously talking about mace, mace lifting, right? <laughs> Cause that's the universally accepted performance increasing. Uh, 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 yeah. Um, um. <laughs> I, is the it lifting or is it swinging? Uh, I don't know what you call it. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, the, <laughs> the, the interesting thing about what you just covered is that um, this, this event is hopefully, uh, from, from what I'm hoping from it and expecting from it, is that it removes the idea that what you just talked about, like, oh, this is the guy that I want to be like. And it removes the idea that, oh, that's an endurance guy. He can't possibly understand me. Or that's the right. big guy. He can't possibly understand this. Or that's the old guy. He can't possibly <laughs> know what it's like to be able to recover overnight because it takes him to. Uh, right. I mean, or, uh, <laughs> right. but, but I, th and, and I think that was, you know, and, and we've, we've drawn this and I've drawn it drawn in the past that, 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 that I wanted to have the old location be, the crossover point in the Venn diagram where a lot of people could come mm -hmm. together, you know, di very different people could come together mm -hmm. 
to sort of learn from each other and head up, you know, maybe head back into their various mm-hmm. bubbles or various like individual circles or whatever, but without the sort of posturing of, oh, we're a little guy gym, we're a big guy gym, we just do endurance, we do mm-hmm. strength, and therefore we can't talk to each other because that's just a bunch of masturbatory bullshit. Sure. And and so I think that if, if this seminar can be representative of that, if just the fact that I can you know, be in the same room with Keegan and respect what he does and respect mm-hmm. the processes that he's going through right now and vice versa. Although he did call me out and say that I'm not a runner like he and <laughs> Selena are the other day <laughs> and have he some words me. with him next time I see him again. But anyway, um, <laughs> tell me about his, but, his plan to always comment and, it, and try to group himself into Selena's category. Yeah. Like runners like us. Yeah. Runners like, like us is so awesome. <laughs> anyway, cause, cause if you put the two of them side by side, there's, there's a, Almost three of her. <laughs> well, yeah, I was like, there's a slight <laughs> chance that you can't see her because yeah. <laughs> she's dwarfed by his arm. <laughs> but, but just the idea that, uh, like, wow, to, to, to hear him discuss the process that he went through, partially as, you know, injury recovery, but also, I mean, uh, I think it started that way. And then he started realizing the benefits of, like, wow, as my endurance capacity or my aerobic sort of um characteristics have improved mm-hmm. uh damn i haven't lost anything off uh, my strength sort of <laughs> numbers and i feel a lot sort of better and i don't get tired just going to the grocery store anymore oh, right. which <laughs> that's that's a that, that, that was a um, disingenuous or uh, devalued what I was actually trying to say there, but to, to be able to be in the same room, to learn from his experience and learn from his mm-hmm. insight, that's a, that's a fucking gift. I, I think um, I have a new name for it. <laughs> We're just going to call it the problem solving seminar because, <laughs> because essentially that, that's no, no, dude, what we always talking save about. Save that for level two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The level two. Yeah. Um, I did. So, one of the de- well, now that we're here and we're sold out, uh, we we have different levels for this event. Um, I did want to explain those a little bit, although if if people emailed and asked a question to her because we didn't really explain that, which was purposeful, um, they got a little response that kind of a, it didn't describe exactly what it was, and which I'm not going to do also. But um, if you are going to actually look at the site, which I think they're both the upper levels are now sold out minus one or something yeah, it could be sold one at, time. yeah at this point um, at that point if you're looking at the difference between those why we call this an experience is that we always want those that invest for us to give an opportunity to invest back in them and for however we want to take that that's what that means the base content will be available to everybody and that's the subject of this whole uh, podcast basically is to try to cover as much as we can um obviously jumping from here to there, but to cover in broad terms, what we're going to cover in very specific, um, like an itemized way during the event. That way you can know whether this is applicable to you or not. Um, I would say that anybody that has any interest in uh, performance in any capacity, that this should be of interest. Uh, The reason being is that we're talking about universal general rules and applications that we can apply this stuff to. So what you're saying is that um, while we are teaching, mm-hmm. should someone have a question that 
you know, asking us to define a particular define or potentially even defend mm. a specific point that we are making, that we shall be able to do so, and we will not reject them and <laughs> and 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 think of that as some kind of personal affront and um, you know questioning our methods and our tools and our whole <laughs> fucking shtick. We'll we'll be above that, right? I think we'll be okay. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure we'll be fucking okay. Um, I can handle some confrontation. In fact. I do appreciate it in most cases, especially if it's warranted. So the ideas that we put forward are not the end all be all. Um, and I actually like when people have constructive criticisms over definitions and actual applications of things, I find that to be the most useful for me because if, if I can't defend my position, I didn't think about it well enough. But I also think, I mean, if, if, if we're talking about, okay, we're having a seminar about how to think about things mm -hmm. and somebody says, well, I prefer this definition saying, well, okay, if that's the definition, when I say X mm -hmm. that you, that goes through your head mm -hmm. and that is helpful for you to help you think about stuff, mm -hmm. use that definition. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not, I, I, I can't, you know, in, in, in a, you know, a weekend of sort of teaching and exchange or whatever, you know, maybe, you know, it has happened in the past where we have sort of overwritten, a, you know, years of sort of conditioning, mm -hmm. thinking, whatever, um, not only in others, but in ourselves. And, and I've certainly, and I have certainly gone through it, but to me, the value is in questioning every, everything. Mm -hmm. And, 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 um, and it, but if we agree, if we get to the point where we can agree on some of these definitions, then we can move on fairly quickly into the sort of higher point of uh, establishing some of the universally applicable uh, concepts. Uh, that's and we had so um, a couple weeks ago we had uh, Jason Wolf in here, <clears throat> who's a very good instructor in combat and small arms and among other stuff, among other things. And he did something really interesting that I do with language all the time when I'm trying to explain people to change their frame and their language. He did he just pulled the same thing on me. And it was just a loophole that I hadn't seen. And sometimes it just takes somebody being like, yeah, yeah, I like your concept, but you should apply it here as well. And sometimes we don't notice when it goes over our head. And he, he had this concept of um, when teaching grips on, on a, a firearm as a strong hand, weak hand. And he goes, well, you've just designated that as your weak hand. It'll never be equal to your other hand because you've designated lesser of. Which, but we already, but we did that for so, I can't, I can't believe that uh, that was novel for you because we did that at I, Jim Jones forever, which was always <laughs> like you start with a non-dominant hand or you start with yeah. the less strong hand, right? as opposed to saying weak, as opposed to already setting up performance um, predictions based on which limb you're, you, which limb you right. are using. Uh, anyway, and then well, I, I just wanted because so I just wanted to say not new to me. But. No, 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 and, and that's how this stuff <laughs> and it came goes. from Brian Enos actually oh, in the okay. beginning. Okay, non-dominant. Yeah, well, just like don't don't designate, you know, um, performance characteristics mm -hmm. with your language because you'll just fulfill them. And that's where we went. Like I, I was talking about in in the aspect of asking somebody's or getting asked some rather somebody's one rep max is that you designate it as a maximum. Therefore, it is unuseful because whenever you approach what you have designated as your maximum... You're not going past it. Right. So Unless somebody tricks your ass. Unless you get tricked, in which yeah. case then... But how many times can you do that? 
And then it's unuseful because the psychology in what we're doing with physical training, especially artificial, is we're trying to use the controlled environment to express a higher order of psychological power. So if I cannot do that, if I cannot approach a barbell on my own without being tricked and move past what I know is my personal limitation, then the artificial environment is useless. Move past what I know as my previous best effort yes i guess and like because we, we say i'm gonna i gotta move past my performance limitation mm-hmm. I'm like oh you can't now because you've just built a fence around it sure or, like or my own bias ceiling. of it or my own view yeah. and, and that becomes really important especially when referring to our best efforts as maximums and instead we we are pretty quick to correct people now but it took years to develop this into um instead of what's your one rep max hey uh what's your best so far uh, immediately using language to open up a path where you go, yeah, I haven't figured out what I'm best at yet. And that same thing was just fine. And I generally will use the term non-dominant hand, not weak hand. Um, but that language just reiterated in the, in the, like in me trying to teach a lesson, I was taught the same. And the whole um, point of that story was to show like in doing these events for people, they are secretly for us to learn from and double check ourselves. And that's the interaction with other intelligent human beings is the best way to develop. Yeah. By I the mean, way, I got a good URL, www.decline.management. <laughs> that's available. <laughs> you know, we've, we've got so many dead end URLs that we've purchased and I'm just, yeah, I'm not just even looking, not even looking these days. Like I don't even have it up on my phone right now. That's great. We might yeah. come back to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might. And and I think, you know, especially if it's going to be useful in the future now, because a lot of people have, you know. Just link it to a heart rate monitor. <laughs> <laughs> like to purchase or just like an ongoing thing, like put your finger on your mouse and check your heart rate or whatever. You know, I, um, I'm trying to the EKG. It could be one for like heart failure. Like so one of those yeah. huge machines. Seek medical help. Yeah. Seek medical attention. Uh, it, I, I think this, the, the, the language idea, I mean, this is beautiful, not your one rep max, but what's your best so far mm. of like leaving things or, or not leaving it open, but actually opening it up to future mm-hmm. development is applicable everywhere. Mm-hmm. And what we don't often acknowledge of like, why can't I get past this point? Well, cause I thought my max heart rate was 177. Well, it turns out motherfucker, it's up way higher than that. Mm-hmm. You just like, whenever you saw that number on the monitor, you slowed down because you thought that if you, it was 177 and you like, what happens at 179? Do I expire? <laughs> like, does it just blow up and they have to, you know, like come get me with an ambulance and not the broom wagon or whatever. Like it, it's, it's, these, these numbers are, and we've talked about this in the past, of the, okay, I, I have this number, and it is it, it, at the same time a target and a limitation, mm-hmm. a target and a ceiling, a target and a compound you fucking made ever smaller around yourself that limits your performance. And uh, so, so there's, there's this aspect of language about thinking about things that all has to, to you know, ties in with self-image, which is, inextricably tied to, tel- to performance. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, that become and, and maybe this is like why I think is this kind of a switch and uh, a bait and a bait switch switch kind of seminar. Yeah, yeah. it's because the, the title was actually to attract people to the physiological sense. Like, hey, we have yeah. answers and good questions and a good thesis for how to develop these very misunderstood themes that are going on in most performances. Like, I don't care what sport you're in. There's a, there's an application for strength for it. Dep no matter yes. what. Yes. And I don't care um, what What's, capacity you live in. There's an application for endurance in your life. I don't care if it, even if it's tied to performance um, as an effort. I mean, so although we attracted and sent out the, the little, you know, the lure of this is a physiological thing, what we actually always end up at is at these crossroads talking about language, talking about philosophy, talking about how these things intertwine with our psychology in order to get performance out of it. And, and that to me is what the whole purpose of studying physiology and doing exercises and competing in sports um, should reflect on is actually what we always accidentally fall into is like, ah, we're talking about your brain. Well, let's get there. And, and I think the idea of the seminar is let's get there first right. um, it, or, or sooner so that we can actually talk about the thing. And not you know, by so, accident. So it's not like yeah. five o'clock at night right. on Sunday and we finally got there. And because, right. you know, there was some fucking savage workout that we had to have people do <laughs> to, you know, prove how fucking savage we are. Um, the, the, but the, the, the idea, I mean, and we will cover the physiological, mm -hmm. some physiological points, especially and we will be able to answer whatever questions, you know, somebody might have on that topic but it will but ideally it's like yeah i'm going to explain in my piece of it some physiology mm -hmm. because you know strength increased strength to produce and you know to 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 improve endurance performance i mean it's a you know it's a topic that some people might want to know okay mm -hmm. what are the what are the mechanics of it what how, how do how do how does it and then how do you know work and then how do i do it mm -hmm. um yeah but that's like i don't know 30 minutes easily or yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, i mean but, but in, not five yeah. hours no i mean it's not it, it because because most of the stuff if it can't be complicated if it's going to fucking work right for people right or, or, or if people are going to apply it it can't be complicated you know, like give them the hardest plan in you know the most complicated this that and move these knobs around and like get these numbers and plug them into this fucking thing and blah 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 and, and you, that, no one's gonna and that's do happened it. though like in in applying endurance to crossfit athletes um which <laughs> Talk about like I, I can't think of a more frustrating scenario than trying to first um, erase two decades of bad information. Yeah. Talking about uh, I can make up for time with intensity, yes. which is untrue, and it's been provenly untrue. Um, finally, finally, and to then also have to reteach these. Um, Wait, remember back in two thousand five <laughs> when all this shit was said for the first time? Right. <laughs> Uh, I disavow. Or yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> nothing is harder to do than to reestablish a language and teach somebody in this weird because they pull on, um, they pull on the, I don't know, the weird verbiage or they only, they only view the things that are harder. There's some points that only they no, can it's, it's, conceptually it's, take. It, it's hard to uh, rewrite long established language for right. one but it's also like oh here's this is our brand this is what it represents this is an idea an ideal whatever whether it's a brand or not um and then to realize like oh we okay we need to accommodate these new ideas which have been proven 
into this two decades of existing language mm-hmm. about this idea without compromising or changing the, you know, the, the, the quote original thesis or whatever mm-hmm. too much. Like I can't just do a, a, a total about face mm-hmm. because then I lose face right. and lose and, and lose credibility in a way. So I've got to start integrating it in a somewhat uh, disingenuous way mm-hmm. in, in, in order to like support the thesis while not utterly contradicting the, you know, the, the original concept. So I was just planning after this end, after we get called out on all our bullshit, I yeah. was just going to become a, a guru in a, uh, the field of breathing exercises. <laughs> Does, do you get some wooden beads with that? <laughs> or do you need wooden beads for credibility in that? <laughs> Or you just need to like tweak your nipples a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Touch, <laughs> set the whim off, touch the nipples. Um, the, <laughs> the, there shouldn't be anything so drastic in this, just because. Again, this is all very well established, and it it's a reoccurring theme. Like I don't know how many times I have to like shake my head and laugh when somebody is like, "Man, when I slowed down, I got faster." <laughs> Or, or the opposite, like, you know, oh, I never, you know, I didn't know that lifting weights wouldn't make me super huge and jacked and, you know, I would be a bodybuilder suddenly. It's like, oh, yeah, from, from the middle, from my I, perspective. I mean, the, 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 it's funny because the recent, the, the, you know, some of the recent science on the, uh, you know, incorporating strength or introducing strength training and mm-hmm. genuine, like, you know, strength training. Genuine shit. <laughs> okay, uh, the, introducing strength training concepts concepts to the endurance athlete and and realizing that yeah, if, if you do the strength training concurrently with endurance training, you don't get huge. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know how. I don't know. It's 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 just weird science, fuzzy math, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, I bet it the similar concept. With, if you run while you eat, you won't get fat. If you only eat while you run, I should say. Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's an experiment worth having. You I could, could run be totally from wrong. Wendy's to McDonald's and <laughs> <laughs> you'd be just fine. You'd be just fine. Uh, anyway, the, the, but, but the, the, the idea of like, oh man, I don't want to get huge. Well, fuck. Like maximum 4% increase in, high, you know, in, mm-hmm. in, in muscle mass was what one of the more recent studies saw in That's terms huge. of like it's huge <laughs> my god i was just jacked out of my mind you know starting at you know 150 pounds i, I got up to a fucking massive like 151.5 oh yeah I was gonna say, that sounds about right <laughs> yeah it, it it in any case that uh, that actually might only be one percent but um <laughs> but the but the, the the preconceptions i think are are a lot of what um is being worked against, I guess, or what what we what we'll try to work against, or what we have, you know, I mean, if we call the fucking zine a fist fight with human nature, mm-hmm. so um, it, it's it's re uh, reorienting sort of the point of view or the thinking mm-hmm. on some of this stuff that I, that I think will be the most helpful. I and it'll emphasize. Um, I think a lot of the publications and other things that we're putting out. That, that might not have anything to do with sport or physiology, that might be more fil- uh, philosophical in nature or more art in nature or whatever the designation is, um, the language that goes behind it stems from an event like this. Like for you to understand how I see it, a, p- 
picture or a person or a picture of a person or or an event or how I write about an experience, I think this language is the base for that. I think it's the foundation for everything. If if we can change with language how people uh, assume their potential, then yeah. why wouldn't we take that as a tool to other capacities? In which case we the reason for this is not to be instructors necessarily or holders of information that other people need to get from us. Hashtag it, secret knowledge. <laughs> it's to establish a foundation for other ideas as well. Yes. And, and, and that's what I'm hopeful for. And that's actually what I'm more excited about. This is not because this singular event, it's that um, the things that surround it uh, are encompassing so many other things. And I think this is the foundation for being able to read between the lines. So part of that um, development of language or the um, the coalescing or whatever of, of, of certain definitions um, is involved in, it comes from discussion. Hmm. It comes from the question and answer. It comes from sort of honest exchange and, and not only being vulnerable, hmm. but also being kind of forceful when necessary. Hmm. Um, so that brings to mind that maybe we should, uh, in conjunction with, this seminar or sometime uh, start hosting some live podcasts? I believe so. Uh, so there's this weird... Where people could come and kind of be involved in a question and answer session that eventually gets, <laughs> you know, um, broadcast. Uh, this idea, um, A, it does, there's a lot of vulnerability involved because we can always just like stop this, delete it, start over, do whatever. Sure. When it's live and you invited, you know, potentially 50 people to an event, it becomes a different thing, but it also is a catalyst for, um, to, to put us at our best. Like there's, there's one take. And there's also this, this very intimate thing that is different. Um, and it's, it's why the classic Greek democratic structure was to be had not by written uh, word, but by a conversation, yeah. by uh, a committee having a conversation. And I think that that's because people act differently and they say things differently in person or face to face. And I, I think we want to kind of uh, atone for that. Wait, hashtag happy to say this in person. <laughs> yes. Um, the irony <laughs> yeah, it was not lost. No. Um, it's that exact thing. I mean, a, there's a lot of, we talk about confronting a lot. It was the Hashtag, theme. please don't confront me in person. <laughs> there, please don't question my methods. Hashtag we, whatever. Hashtag explosive Turkish ghetto. Um, we, we, sorry, to. to Boom. To, so we talk a lot about confrontation and, um, I am not shy to that. Like, I'm not talking about aggressive confrontation or fighting or, you know, although that can be one form of it. All that hardcore poser bullshit. Right. I'm talking you know, about like we solve it with our. Yeah. Right. I'm talking about a confrontation of ideas yeah. and a, a discourse that goes along with it. That doesn't mean it's not aggressive. I will defend aggressively my ideas that I believe in. And I'm also open to change And that. That confrontation is welcome. And I think a live dissect podcast with a subject and an audience that is uh, well-educated on a subject is the perfect place to actually confront ideas and, and to confront hard conversations about ideas that we might discuss um, or I, you know, 
for wherever that goes. I don't want to limit it by just saying, you know, our subjects or our ideology. Yeah. But subjects in general, I think that's the best way to work them out. So these are th these are kind of events that we could foresee happening at the uh, nonprofit event center, right? <laughs> In the future. <laughs> I'm so glad I accidentally called it that. <laughs> and, now, and now every email that, that books a, a seminar event, they'll ask, so where is this nonprofit event center? <laughs> Like, well, it's in the formerly bad part of town, um, re but, you know, in the process of gen being gentrified part of town. We've got a hipster coffee shop, so we're good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I think, I don't if this is too premature, but the um, surprise um, would be that our first Dissect Live podcast will be the Friday evening before our seminar. So that'll be the 14th of September. I believe so. Yeah, I think that's the date. Okay. Anyway, we'll announce it uh, with this podcast. You know, we'll go. I guess. Yeah, we'll announce so, it with this podcast. But then maybe more details on the website once we figure it out, and then we'll just go rent some chairs. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is it going to be a YouTube like Ross? I know wants to film the film this stuff, but oh I'm, man, I'm not there yet. Uh, you might need more hair product. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, oh, I might need a haircut. <laughs> Ooh, is it time? It, it's getting close to time. Okay. It's getting close to time. Yeah. I was hoping yeah. you would keep it until at least Halloween because I was going to make you be Rick and I was going to dress up like Morty. Okay. Well, we can do that, dude. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I, can, I can commit to, man, that's going to be, I'm going to be a, that's beyond hair farming. I believe they call go. that form a spilby. <laughs> if I, I if I can, so that's the hockey hair where they, they trim the hair around the helmet. Just so it's out of their face. Oh, so it's a tr what they call a spielby. It's a very unflattering form of a mullet. That sounds unflattering. It sounds not <laughs> unlike uh, something I might have seen. I didn't actually see the movie, so I'm only gonna have to reference the trailer or whatever. Um, <laughs> was was that particular haircut involved in the Dumb and Dumber? Oh, that would be the bowl cut. Oh, that is yeah, yeah, that's, that's a standard that's a, bowl. Yeah, it's a okay, standard so bowl. That's, that's yeah. just what I had when I was a kid. No, yeah, yeah they put the bowl on, they trim all the way around, shave yeah, off the rest. Nice yeah. stainless steel bowl. Classic. It's it looks the shadow is eerily familiar to a penis. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the term dickhead. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I could wait till Halloween to okay. um, to do a Rick and Morty sort of uh, you know maybe time for another live podcast right there so i sort of thought like the that that hairstyle was more like stick your finger in the electric socket kind of style the rick and morty yeah uh i'm gonna have to go yeah maybe, you're gonna have to watch some episodes check now. it out check it uh, uh, I, I, I have an inaccurate so. inform you know i confuse spongebob oh yeah maybe i don't know so, yeah rick and morty totally different yeah totally different yeah, subculture yeah, certainly a higher uh, more educated. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, I hear they have like uh, particle physicists helping with the story and plotting of the episodes <laughs> because they're fairly detailed on the multiverse and they, they go well within theoretical physics, which is hilarious. And then there's this underlining stoner effect. Yeah. yeah. Along with all the science. I just they're just e high as fuck. It's as as long as <laughs> as long as an e bike comes with it, I'm gonna be okay. That 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 can be promised. Um so the events will announce um well the the seminars. So up. where do we we learn we learn more by mm. well, we can 
tell more on our own website, which is nonprofit.media, figure right. it out. Um, and that's really all we need to say is that there's you know events there, everything will be announced there. Yes. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, you know, before it gets released on iTunes, you're listening to it on that website. So, and we, this might be the only thing that's actually available in the store would be the, uh, the live event. Okay. I think. Wait, that's but aren't, aren't we going to do some? Oh, some other t-shirts. Well, for now, for now, for now it'll be the live event. So All that's right. what it'll be in the general store found on the website. But just, you know, heads up. for future reference, mm-hmm. heads up there, there may be some, um, I don't know what you call them, totems, tokens, 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 whatever available that are, that you don't have to do an Easter egg hunt, <laughs> listen to the podcast. Cause we kind of realized like, ah, if you got, you know, we announce a URL and you got to go to the URL and then you got to figure out some clues and in order to buy the thing or whatever, you know, we're not selecting necessarily for, um, you know, the, the type of individual we we were targeting we're mm. basically targeting people who have a lot of fucking spare time right <laughs> yeah people so, sometimes people without jobs um and and that became like we were unable to get the product that we thought would go into certain hands into the correct hands and i think yeah. um well it was a good lesson um every 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 one of them is right and, and you know it it's sold out anyway just not in the time scale that i thought that it would and not to the people that I thought that it would. And a lot of people yeah. that I thought should have had that magazine in their hands didn't get it because of time constraints. And I, that's always like, a, you know, yeah. oh, I don't have time to do this. That's a different thing than people not even being able to say that, which yeah. I think is a, the real comment is that no one ever said anything, which is a bad feedback loop. Like the people that I wanted to be able to find it and read it couldn't even have the time to say that they don't have time to read yeah, it. Yeah, because they're busy it. getting shit done. Right. Yeah. And uh, so we'll we'll see what happens with that yeah. stuff in the future. The Easter eggs hunt, Easter egg hunts shall continue. Sure, um, you know, it, it won't uh, be up front and center, but it will be a different process. Yeah, there'll be a different system involved, and so and, you know, we're slow. It's thing has been a work in progress. Every time someone <laughs> I, someone the other day, night I was out at an event and somebody came up and said, "Man, I've been listening to the podcast. It's so cool. I, you know, I've, I've, I figured I didn't get the first scene. I was too late on that one, but I got the second one." And and uh, man, those shirts there. And it's like, wow, here's some random guy at some random place <laughs> saying this, which was totally uh, amazing, but also made me realize, like, okay, somebody who's that interested mm-hmm. and still can't get the thing. Well. We fucked Man, up. So, well, I don't know. It can't be. It's not gonna. It's not for everybody, and and nor should it be. No, um, for for the dissect podcast for those with discerning taste. <laughs> <laughs> That's our new tagline. And, and, and with and with that, <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, learn a little bit more about the seminar if you're interested. If you're not. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly.